Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But no total stranger to Trot's life is Ricky Elchin. And, Ricky, I think last time we had you on, you were bringing Tough Monarch down for a race and two wonderful horses, Tough Monarch and Luxa Turner, but they probably couldn't be any more different, could they? How are you, mate, and whereabouts are you? Yeah, good, Toby. I'm, um, <laughs> yeah, just in Bendigo, actually. Um, yeah, that was, um, yeah, used to come down with Tough Monarch, but, yeah, no, we're down here with Luxa Turner today. They are so worlds apart, aren't they, really? One was a trotter who who went forever and uh, raced all over Australia and New Zealand, and this little filly, she's just stunning and taking the world by storm, I suppose, nine from nine, mate. Yeah, they are worlds apart, but he'll always, um, that horse will never be replaced um, to me. Like, he, he yeah. meant so much to me. And, um, yeah, no matter, you know, how many good horses we get, and we hope to get more, um, he'll always sort of hold a massive, massive place to me. But, yeah, she, she's a good filly, like Saturna. Oh, yeah. When when did your association with her start, mate? When did you first get hold of her or first work her or first tell us about that? Oh, I've had it from the get-go. Um, yeah, so the Laspina family bred her in partnership with uh, Brooklyn Watch. Yeah. And she, I looked at her before the sale prior to the sale. And I sort of said to Alfred Rosario Laspina that, you know, she I thought she was everything they've always wanted and if they could buy her back, they probably should because, you know, she just I don't know, there was just something about her. She she had a good she looks now like she did as a yearling actually. That's how mature she was. So Yeah, okay. Yeah, they they, they bought her back and I've had her from the get go. So she's in Bendigo. When did you bring her down? Uh, she come down, what's today, Wednesday, Monday, I left home. So, yeah. Okay, you've had plenty of time to settle in. Settle in. Where are you staying there, mate? Uh, at, a, at a guy called Lenny Mars, just a Bendigo track there. He's a lovely man and um, he, he's more than accommodating and he's got a good little setup there. Yeah, so you can work her on the track. Yeah, work on Bendigo track. So she, she had a little stroll around yesterday morning here and, yeah, I did the same before uh, prior to the bend, uh, the nutrient sales race, so I sort of just stuck to the same same system. Will she stay down for the whole series, or will she go back home with you, or what's the plan going forward? No, uh, she'll go home. Um, you know, I was a little bit with only the two heats. I was hoping that they might have just run a semi final, and I know Brad Hewitt was hoping the same. But yeah, uh, no, she'll go home and then come back for the semis. So what's how forward is she tonight? Like we know how good she is. She ran the one forty nine nine last start, which was only ten days ago. If you lightened her right off, and you know how forward is she tonight, or is she a hundred percent rock hard, ready to fight tonight? Um, like ten days ago, she was. You know, you know that was the the race I'd set her for. She was right on cue. As you know, she went a one forty nine mile. So. You know, obviously we can't do much, too much with her, but she, she's fit as a fiddle and she's ready to roll. So, um, you know, she, she looks good. She's feeling good. And she come through that run, you know, a million dollars actually. Yeah, 
that's one thing about her. Her constitution's so good. She just eats up wherever she goes, or no matter how hard she races or how hard she works, she just doesn't miss a grain. It's a pretty good race, though. Even tonight, very pretty. Well, it's hard to assess them, isn't it? She's two from two. Brad Hewitt's horse, Millwood Bliss, is four from four. There's some pretty – it's a quality field. And then in the other, you've got Draw a Dream and the other heats. Uh, it's destined to be a great final no matter what happens through these heats and semis. Oh, definitely. Tonight, I actually reckon tonight's her hardest um, assignment to date. Uh, it's different down here to Menangle. Like at Menangle, you've got 10 across the front. Your sort of gate speed gets you to the fence and things like that. But, um, you know, obviously we'll be coming out all guns are blazing tonight. But I know Brad Hewitt's got a really, really big opinion of his filly. And um, Clayton Emmons' filly, obviously, you know, she, she's really good too. By the look of her, she's won two from two. And um, whatever happens tonight, you know, into the semifinals, uh, you've got Draw a Dream and, yeah, there's a few others there. So this whole series, the Breeders' Crown Series, I think is a hardest assignment. Uh, Lou Austin told me uh, he had a horse called San Simeon, a little bit probably before your time, but uh, he was talking about he lost his first race in, a, in an Inter-Dominion series. It was a heat of the Inter-Dominion, and it was a relief when he got beaten, he said. How much pressure's building on you when you're nine from nine, mate? Are you starting to feel that pressure? Oh, obviously we want to we want to make it ten ten from ten and then eleven <laughs> yeah. from eleven and twelve from twelve in the final. But you know, at the end of the day, they're only horses and they can only do what they can do. So you know, there's going to be a time where she does get beat. You know, I hope it's not any time soon. But if that does happen, well, you know, she's only a horse and I'm only human, and we can only do our best. Uh, let us nip you, beat you in a green trial back in January. Can we count that then? <laughs> yeah, I never pulled her out that day. <laughs> I'm tipping you didn't because I think you might be a little bit better than let us nip you just quietly between us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even know where that horse is. But, yeah, don't, you know, that's just – that's part of the education program that we put them through and take them to the education and, um, you know, teach, yeah. them, teach them to race. Uh, she's a stunning filly, and uh, yeah, we're, we're so glad you brought her down for it. it. Was it always 100%, or did you have to wait to see how she pull, pulled up out of that Breeders' Challenge? No, it wasn't always 100%. I actually, mm. um, you know, if it was probably completely up to me, I mightn't have bought her. Just, uh, you know, she, she's had a big season, but uh, it's, it's hard to not go in a, a series that's worth 250000 when you're probably the you know, the pin-up filly. Um, so I, I definitely can't blame the owners for wanting to bring her down and having a crack at it because you do only get one shot at these races. So, um, you know, a breeder's crown is obviously something they've always wanted to win and they might not get a, another filly okay. as good as her. So that's why we're here. Oh, I'd love to see a, a reshape of the breeder's crown that uh, when you pay up for your state size, you're automatically paying up for your breeder's crown and then... The top three Victorian, Queensland and New South Wales horses get automatic entry into the final and we can run a couple of ripper charges or something the week before for the last sort of three spots to to go into and then we could try and make it an actual breeder's crown of Australia, if that makes sense. And then a filly like this, Luxor Turner, doesn't have to run those extra few races. You could have just aimed her up for the final. I'm sure that's music to your ears from everything you've said in this interview. Oh, Toby, I would have loved that to not have to yeah. have three more runs under a belt. That 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 was the thing that I didn't want to um, do. When I, and I think, um, and I'm probably not speaking out of school here, but um, you know, the Breeders' Crown 
now, I think even looking at tonight's um, nominations, uh, the two-year-old Colts and the two-year-old Phillies, they've got two heats. Um, hmm. I think it's, you know, it's a sign of the times ahead and maybe it does need a restructure somehow. Maybe what you were saying, or I don't have the answers to it, but, um, <laughs> you know, I, I can't see... I, I can't see the numbers growing, put it that way. Yeah, I, I just love the idea that, you know, say draw a dream and Lux a turn and win their sires, and then two weeks later you go into a grand, like a grand final and you're representing New South Wales, draw a dream's representing Victoria, or all of a sudden there's a little bit of state rivalry amongst it as well. And, you know, it might be the Queensland winner wasn't Zena Rainbow, it was Riley Rainbow. Say so Riley Rainbow comes down to represent Queensland and we get a little bit of that state of origin about it as well, which you'd be well familiar with being a Queensland, New South Wales uh, state of origin. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think that's a great idea. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, you know, then it obviously leaves another seven or eight spots, which there could always be controversy around who, who gets picked, but maybe they need to pick it on like... Um, prize money won this season or something and yeah. just have your 10 best fillies um, going around for a breeder's crown. Like, um, I, I would like to see that. I, I know, obviously, we can't change it this year and I mightn't have one good enough next year, but I do think um, the numbers have declined yeah. um, in the breeder's crown and it probably does need reassessing. Rick, uh, we've gone off a little bit on a bit of a tangent, but I think it's a discussion that... We need to be having as an industry uh, best of luck tonight with Luxa Turner and throughout the series. And it's going to be a wonderful series. I can't wait till the 25th of August and see this Phillies final and the Colts and Geldings final for two-year-olds. Uh, best of luck, mate. Hope it all goes well for you. No worries. Thanks, Toby.